<laughs> RCA Victor, world leader in radio, first in recorded music, and first in television, presents the Phil Harris Alice Faye Show. <laughs> Your enjoyment here is the Phil Harris Alice Faye Show, written by Ray Singer and Dick Chevrolet, with Elliot Lewis, Walter Tetley, Robert North, Janine Roos, Hand Whitfield, Walter Sharp and his music, and yours truly, Bill Foreman. This week, Bing Crosby is holding his annual National Pro Amateur Golf Tournament at Pebble Beach, California. Phil has been invited and looks on it as a great chance to get away with the boys. But the best laid plans of mice and husbands often go astray. More about that later. But first, a word from RCA Victor. Clearer, brighter, steadier. Those are words that describe the great television reception you get with RCA Victor supersets. A superset like the Preston, for example. And, of course, the quality of reception you get in your home is the most important thing to consider when buying any television set. That's the reason you'll be sold on the Preston the moment you see the clearer, brighter, steadier pictures on this 17-inch set. The Preston gives you television with picture power, which means you get the best reception possible, even in difficult television areas, city or country. And more than that, this table model is a beauty, with a matching consulate base available at modest extra cost. And when you buy the Preston, ask about a factory service contract. For when you buy RCA Victor television with RCA factory service, you get television's greatest combination. <laughs> And now the stars of the RCA Victor program, Alice Faye and Bill Harris. Late tonight, Phil is leaving for Pebble Beach to defend the title he won last year in the Bing Crosby National Pro Amateur Golf Tournament. Frankie is going with him, and right now they're discussing the good time they expect to have. Hey, Curly... I can't wait to get to Pebble Beach. Oh, what a time we'll have. <laughs> yeah, we'll... You sure Alice isn't going along? <laughs> no. <laughs> Poor kid, she can't make it. <laughs> what a pity. <laughs> it's a crying shame. Oh, well, if she can't go, we'll just have to make the best of it. That's the only way we can make the best. <laughs> hey, Remley, huh? listen to me. Man, are you going to love this trip. You see, we're staying at the Del Monte Lodge, uh -huh. and you're going to see some very important people. I'm talking about guys like Bing Crosby, Dutch Harrison, Bob Hope, Governor Warren, and Sam Manischewitz, and Byron... Who, who? <laughs> <laughs> Who's Sam Manischewitz? He's the most important one. He's the wine steward. <laughs> oh, of course. Old Sauterne Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Curly, we're really going to have a brawl. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Now, don't get carried away with yourself, Remley. You see, I'm going up to play golf. What's the matter, Curly? Alice just sneak into the room? <laughs> no, no, she's not here. Then what's with this golf routine? It ain't no routine. I'm the defending champ, and I'm going to try to win again. Of course, I'll just be playing during the day. <laughs> but at night, we can... Uh... Yeah. 
have a few late poker games, and then we might sneak off to a speakeasy or two. A speakeasy? Curly, when was the last time Alice let you out? <laughs> they call them nightclubs now. Oh, all right, then we'll go to a nightclub then. Hey, huh? really? I hear they have some jazzy ones in Carmel. Yeah. They tell me that there's one place there that they got a great floor show. They say they got a line of them beautiful chorus gals, and they got 12 redheads who come in in scanty costumes. And then, oh, as the flamingos wing their way over the coral... <laughs> they're silhouetted against the Niger sky. Francis, you're just gonna love the Monterey Peninsula. I'm sure I will. You know how I adore scenic splendor. All right, all right, fellas, you can break it up now What are you talking about? Oh, the flamingos at Carmel What flamingos? The ones in the scanty costume <laughs> They do two shows a night Ramley. And there's 12 of them and they're all redheads Ramley Pay no attention to Frankie Honey, you know that I'm just going up there to play golf, don't you? Of course I do I never worry about you when you're away from me I trust you implicitly and I hope when you get to Pebble Beach, the three of you have a good time. Well, thank you, dear. What three? The only ones that are going are me and Frankie. And my brother, Willie. Oh, bless that little bloodhound. <laughs> Alice, you can't do that to me. I ain't gonna let you sick that brother of yours on me. I'd rather have you come along. <laughs> yeah, Alice, Willie's even more of a wet blanket than you are. <laughs> That's why I'm sending him along. You'll need a wet blanket to dampen any fires that might get started within your raging little breasts. Alice, I ain't taking them. Then you ain't going. <laughs> I'd rather stay home. That guy's such a square. Oh, he is not. Willie is a lot of fun. Oh, yeah? He's as much fun as a gallstone operation. Going <laughs> with you anyway. He came over a few minutes ago and brought his bags with him. And oh, Phil, Alice. Phil, Phil, you just don't understand, Willie. He's one of the boys, and you can have a good time with him. He's a real He-Man. Oh, Sass. Yes, Willie. Have you seen my butterfly net? <laughs> that does it. That does it. Willie, if you're going with us, you ain't taking no butterfly net. I am, too. You are not. Let him take it, Curly. Maybe we can use it to catch one of them flamingos. <laughs> <laughs> Philip, if we're going away together, let's not start off by quibbling. If we maintain a spirit of camaraderie, well, we can have oodles of sport and gobs of fun. Oh, well, in that case, let's get going higgly-piggly. <laughs> well, I'm going to enjoy this trip with the Bobsy twins. Well, I don't care. Oh, I'm not... Now, Phil, Phil, there's no reason why the three of you can't have a good time together. What kind of a good time? Guy's taking a butterfly net with him. <laughs> I'm only going to use the butterfly net during the day while you're playing golf. But at night, we'll really live. Yeah? What are we going to do? We'll mount the butterflies I catch during the day. <laughs> do you know how to mount a butterfly? Well, I usually ride them side, sir. <laughs> They have a, 
a few nice bars in Carmel. We might go over one night and have a few snorts. Now, Philip, you know very well I don't imbibe. And on this trip, I don't want you to either. I, I want you to win the tournament like you did last year. Oh, Mother, Mother was really proud that you were her son-in-law. She was? Mm, yes. She said, I'm glad to see the big dope is good for something. <laughs> I don't think that was very nice for your old lady to say that about me. I mean, especially since I was good enough to take her daughter off her hands without a dowry. <laughs> Your family a dowry? Curly, your family demanded a dowry? Tribal custom. <laughs> How much did you have to give Dad to get me, Alice? $24, a string of beads, and two bottles of rum. <laughs> Gee, and to think I could have gotten Manhattan Island and Grover Whalen for the same price. Curly, I don't want to stand here and listen to any family arguments. When are we going to get started for Pebble Beach? Your train doesn't leave until tonight. And now remember, Phil, when you get there, I don't want you and Frankie to get into any trouble. We're... No, they won't get into any trouble, sis. I'll be there to see they tow the mark. And now, if you'll excuse me, I have a few more things to pack. Hmm. Wonder if I should take my bird call manual. <laughs> there are flamingos up there. I might be able to entice one. There's one of the neatest embalming jobs I've ever seen. <laughs> We're not going to take him Oh, yes, you are But, honey, I don't... Don't argue, don't well, argue I... He's going, and that's all there is well... to it Why don't you belt her one, Curly? Frank <laughs> Alice, I don't want to belt... To argue with you See, then let's not argue We shouldn't part angry with each other Why don't you do what we always do When we have an argument, Phil? Why don't you sing our song? I don't want to well, why not? I'm not in the mood to sing Columbia, the gem of the ocean. <laughs> I don't feel like singing at all. Well, I do. Down yonder, someone beckons to me. Down yonder, someone reckons on me. I seem to see a race in memory Between the Natchez and the Robert E. Lee One is sure I miss you more and more Every day, my sunny lamb You're simply grand down yonder When the folks get the news Don't wonder at the hullabaloo There's Daddy and Mammy There's Ephraim and Sammy Waiting down yonder for me Mammy Banks, we taste them now there's lots of kissing and high Down yonder someone beckons to me Down yonder someone reckons on me I seem to see a racing memory Between the Natchez and the Robert E. Lee Swanee Shore, I miss you more and more Every day in my sunny land You're simply grand Down, down yonder when the folks get the news Dog wonder at the hollow balloons. There's Daddy and Mammy, there's Johnny and Granny, there's Liza and Willie, there's Sally and Millie. Waiting down yonder for, waiting down yonder for, waiting down yonder for me. 
I know that you feel better, dear. Now, now let's kiss and make up, darling. I don't want to. Honey, I'm not talking to you. Phil, you're not mad at me, no, are no, you? No, 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 I'm not mad at you. I just don't want to take your brother. Oh, you're just saying that. I know you like having Willie around. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have something to do. I have to go and watch Kukla, Fran, and Ollie. See you later. <laughs> Curly, I thought you only had two kids. <laughs> Where'd Ollie come from? Will you? That's a television show. Oh, oh. Television. It's a great program, too. Especially if you watch it on an RCA Victor set. You ought to see those clearer, brighter, steadier pictures. Is the picture really clear? Clear? Remley, you won't believe this, but we got an RCA super set on our front porch and we get fan mail from Catalina. <laughs> You're right, I don't believe it. <laughs> Curly Pebble Beach. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Now, look, Remley. Hmm? If we're going to have a good time at Pebble Beach, we got to figure some way to keep Willie from going with us. It shouldn't be hard for us to figure out. If something happened to him, he couldn't go. Exactly. But it's got to be something simple and harmless. No, naturally. Curly? What? Alice wouldn't expect us to take him along if he was dead, would she? <laughs> she might. <laughs> Once she makes up her mind, she can't change it. Remley, we can't kill him. Why not? We could get caught and be arrested. Oh, yeah. No, we don't want to get arrested. Arrested? Curly, you're an unconscious genius. What do you mean? Let's frame Willie and get him arrested. Yeah. <laughs> I like the picture. <laughs> Got any good frames for it? I have a few I haven't used yet. How about the drunken driving rap? Ooh, that's a peachy one. <laughs> How long would he get for that? About 30 days. How's that sound? Nice enough, but not long enough. <laughs> Couldn't we add a few touches that would stretch the, uh, stretch a little? Oh, yeah. We can also frame a phony accident. Yeah. How's that one work? We hire somebody to pretend Willie ran him down and broke a leg. I suppose you know a guy with a broken leg. No. But I know a double-jointed old lady with a trick knee. <laughs> Ten dollars or Neil buckle on cue. Remley. For twenty bucks, she'll give you a broken collarbone. Yeah, job. look, Remley. And for fifty bucks, she has a brain concussion special that the Mayo brothers can't tell from the real thing. <laughs> Talented old wreck, ain't she? <laughs> look, Remley, will you please stop? I ain't gonna hire no old lady to stage a pony accident. Sounds sort of disrespectful. We get somebody else, and then we. Uh oh. The gag ain't no good. Hmm. Well, Willie don't drink, so how can we get Curly, him arrested? Curly, you don't for... have to drink. The whole thing is a frame. I'll explain. We ask Willie to take us for a drive. Then our hired stooge jumps in front of the car, makes believe he's hit. Then in the excitement, Willie passes out. We pour a bottle of whiskey over his head. We got to waste the whole bottle? <laughs> we use cheap stuff. Oh, all we gotta do now is get a fake victim. Like who? Like you. Go away from me. Your idea? Why don't you do it? It's been nice knowing you, Curly. See you around sometime. Well, you said yourself ain't nobody gonna get hurt. I'll show you how to do it. You see this tea wagon? Yeah. 
All right. Now, let's make believe that this T-Wagon is Willie's car, right? Mm -hmm. Now then, he drives past you. Yeah. You make believe that you're hit, and you fall down on your hands and knees. Go ahead, get down. All right. How's this? No, no, that don't look real. Stay where you are, I'll show you. You see, you get down on your hands and knees this way, and then you... Anybody home or bring the groceries and... Well, if it ain't the AA track team. <laughs> get up, Remley. I found a better victim. <laughs> you mean Julian? Yeah, yeah. He looks like he's already been hit by an automobile. <laughs> to me, he looks more like he's been caught between two trolley cars. Fellas, <laughs> I don't want to be inquisitive, but what are you doing down on the floor? Nothing. We're just lying here under this tea table. How do you like that? Even when they drink tea, they end up under the table. <laughs> Must be force of habit. Never mind. Hey, kid. Hey, listen to me, kid. How'd you like to make $10? Uh, what do I have to do? All you gotta do is lie down, let us run over you with a car. <laughs> Oh, the woodpeckers have been at him again. <laughs> you guys expect me to risk my life for $10? I see your point, kid. I'll make it $11. I wouldn't do it for $11.50. <laughs> I realize this is none of my business, but why do you want to run me over? <laughs> So Frankie and me can go up to Pebble Beach and play golf? That sounds like a good cause to die for. Julius, nobody's gonna die. This is just gonna be a phony accident. We're, we're framing Willie to get him arrested. Do you guys lie awake nights thinking of this stuff? <laughs> How is a phony accident gonna get Willie arrested? All right, listen, and I'll explain. Now, Mr. Remley and me will get Willie to drive us out to a lonely spot. You'll be waiting there behind a tree. When the car goes by, you yell, throw yourself on the ground, and make believe you're hit. Then I'll pour a bottle of whiskey over Willie's head, call the cops, and when they get there, what do they find? Mr. Remley licking Willie's face. <laughs> look, look, I don't want no part of this, so goodbye. So that's why you want to stage this thing, Remley. What a sneaky way to get a drink. You know, I've been thinking, you can't mess around with car accidents. Somebody's liable to get hurt. There must be a more subtle way to get Willie in the clink. Yeah, you but can't... I can't think of anything. I... Curly, I got it. I know just the guy who can help you. You know this guy, too. He has the lowest, most conniving mind of any human being. Do you know whom I'm referring to? Yeah. But you just said you couldn't think of anything. Oh, no, no, no. Now, this guy's even lower than I am. I'll give you a hint. His name is Rodney J. Grogan. Grogan. <laughs> Old Grogan. That's our boy. Uh -huh. Come on, Remley. Let's go. Through. Right. Remley. 
Remley, what's the matter with you? Are you nuts? How do you expect to find Grogan around here? This block has nothing but exclusive shops. Oh, oh, I forgot to tell you, Grogan is now in a legitimate business. Huh? Oh, here's his place. Yeah, look at his sign. Yeah. R.J. Grogan, furrier. Hmm? Ladies, why freeze? During the cold weather, wear one of our hot furs. <laughs> oh, sounds nice and legitimate. Oh, yeah, yeah. Come on, let's go on in. Hey, get a load of this joint. It's pretty swanky, huh? Yeah, it is. Grogan carries nothing but expensive merchandise. You said that right. Hey, look at this beautiful fur cape. <laughs> I love to stroke this song. Don't finger the mink, Fink. <laughs> oh, oh I, I, I'm sorry, Grogan. But... Oh, it's you, Harris. You like that cape, huh? Yeah. Hey, is that good fur? <laughs> is that good, he asks. <laughs> this is a genuine blue mink. Well, then why can't I stroke it? The ink will come off on your fingers. <laughs> you dye them with ink? Well, I used to use blueberry jam. But that was too messy. Customers got stuck to the coats. Logan... <laughs> I'm disappointed in you. I told Curly you handled good merchandise. I do, I do. Yeah. All the expensive coats down on that rack over there. Hey, yeah, there they are over there. Oh, man, are they beauties. Where do you get these coats? Around town. <laughs> do my biggest business with the movie colony. Well, no wonder. The biggest movie stars would be proud to own coats like these. They certainly were. <laughs> hey, my pride and joy is this full-length wild mink right here. Now, now, ain't that luscious looking? Huh? Oh, Grogan, that's beautiful. Yeah. Isn't that a lovely... Hey, Remley, hmm? you know something? This looks like Alice's coat. That's possible. <laughs> Your house was on my November schedule. All right. <laughs> Grogan, you ought to be ashamed of yourself Handling stolen goods That's against the law And you're nothing but a criminal All who... right, all right, never mind the lecture What'd you come over here to see me about? I want you to kidnap my brother-in-law <laughs> Sorry, Harris, I don't handle hot relatives No, it's not a real abduction, it's just a gag <laughs> Yeah, see, all we want you to do is to grab Willie And then hide him out, Grog, for a few days and uh, Until we tell you to let him go Oh, I see. Well, all right. If it's just a gag, okay. But how about this Willie character? Think he'll put up a fight? <laughs> Willie? He couldn't fight his way out of a bubble bath. You ain't got no trouble with him. Now, here's what we want you to do, Grogue. You go over to the house right now and grab Willie. Then we'll come home in about an hour, but too late to do anything about it. Okay. Hey, Grogan, we certainly appreciate you doing this for us, don't we, Remley? You bet. Hey, we'll see you when we get back from Pebble Beach. Thanks, yeah. Grogue. Yeah, Bye. yeah, all right. Well, better get over to Harris' house and make the snatch. I... Oh, hey, just remember. Can't make that snatch right now. My mother's having the ladies' auxiliary over the house for a bridge game. And I promised to mark the cards for her. <laughs> well, I can grab Willie a little later. <laughs> Wallace, I'm so disappointed. I was all set to go to Pebble Beach, and now my boss calls me and tells me I have to work. Oh, what a shame, Willie. Mm, I hate to disappoint. 
Philip and Francis. I know they've been looking forward to my going with them. Yes, I know. They'll be brokenhearted about this, but I'll get it. Hi, Alice. Hi. What's new? <laughs> yeah, anybody missing? <laughs> I mean, did you miss us? Oh, Phil, I have terrible news about Willie. Oh, what a shame. What time was he kidnapped? <laughs> Don't cry, Alice. We all have to be abducted sometime. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm trying to tell you. Hello, that... fellows. Did Alice tell you the bad news? Yeah, but don't worry about it, Willie. We'll get you back. <laughs> I'll notify the police as soon as I get back from Pebble Beach and then. Wait a minute. Are you still here? <laughs> well, of course I am. Well, you're not supposed to be. Now, what's all this talk about kidnapping? Well, haven't you heard there's a kidnapper loose in the neighborhood? He's grabbing people right and left, and it's only a question of time before he gets to our house and oh, then... Oh, nobody move. I got you covered. See what I mean? <laughs> a little late, but he made it. Mr. Rogan, it's nice having you. Now, put that silly gun away and sit down. I'll make you a cup of tea. Well, thanks. I'll take lemon in mine and... No, no! No, this ain't a social call. I'm here on business. I'm kidnapping your brother. Come on, Willie. You are coming with me. Let go of me, you bully. Get your hands off my baby brother. Phil, Phil, he's kidnapping Willie. Stop him. Oh, I'd just love to stop him, honey, but he has a pistol. <laughs> I'll get the gun away from him. Give me that gun. I don't want it. <laughs> and I'll make you let go of it. Take that. And that. Hey, lady, stop butting me in the stomach with your head. Ah, you're not a gentleman. Take that. Lady, please, I got ulcers. <laughs> Harris, call this blonde goat off of me. Sorry, Grogan. I can't help you. When you hired me to snatch Willie, you didn't tell me his sister was a battering ram. Oh, so you two hired Grogan, just now, as I thought. Honey, now, we didn't want Willie to go. It was just a gag. Well, he can't go anywhere. I know, but he can't. <laughs> hey, Revely, we're on the lose. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> I'm going with you. Any objections, fellas? Yeah. We're not taking any women along and you... <laughs> now you did it, Alice. You loosened my little liver. You want me to come, don't you, Wonga? Well, I don't think that you ought to come. Now, Alice, it ain't going to do you any good to lower your head at me. Remember. I'll show you. Take that. Oh! Oh, my head. I warned you, Alice. Really? <laughs> Curly, I don't get this. Alice butts you in the stomach and she gets hurt. How come? I've been through this before. <laughs> so? So for the last six months, I've been wearing a Ford hubcap under my seat. <laughs> Alice and Phil will be back in just a moment. They were made for each other. RCA Victor's 45 instruments and RCA Victor's handy 7-inch records were the first ever designed for each other. It's a completely new system of recorded music, the result of not just months, but years of scientific tests. That's why the 45 system sounds better, plays easier, and costs less than any other system of recorded music. You can choose any one of several RCA Victor 45 instruments. 
They range from the low-cost automatic record changer attachment to luxurious 45 console models. You'll find complete phonographs, like the Victrola 45 table phonograph, for example, or the Victrola 45 personal phonograph. In any event, you'll find the one you want, the automatic 45 record player of your choice to fit your budget. And whichever one you choose, you'll enjoy the world's finest system of recorded music. Brought to you by RCA Victor, cornerstone of home entertainment for three generations. This is Phil. We're a little late, so thanks and good night, everyone. Good night, everybody. This program is produced and directed by Paul Phillips. Remember, whether you're buying a television set, a radio, a Victrola phonograph, or records, put your faith in the cornerstone of American home entertainment for three generations. RCA Victor, world leader in radio and first in television. Next, Theater Guild on the air stars The Lunts on NBC.